that's what I'm saying. Like, I hate the Eagles. I fucking hate them. The minute, the minute the dude in Big Lebowski says like, "Come on, man, I hate the fucking Eagles," I was like, "I have a friend in the world." You cold opened me. That's yes, I not, did. Not making you the, my best friend in the world. Um, so, what third cold open I've gotten on you? Yeah. Uh, so I'll try my formal opening then, as that did kind of screw everything up. But uh, welcome to Pitas and Honey Bunches Pop Culture Spectacular. I'm Honey Bunches. Damn it! No, yep, no, I was right. I was yeah. right. I'm Honey Bunches, aka Doug, and I'm joined by Pita, aka Christina. What up, nerds? I'm not going to do this voice for the entire episode, so there we go. I don't uh, think I could re- replicate like a like soft tone. I just wanted voice. to do like I thought like oh we'll do something like welcome to masterpiece theater like hello and blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, that I, I just mean, don't think I could talk like a whole episode like that. I also refer to that voice I just did as dulcet tones. It's like oh hello I'm the velvet fog which is actually Mel Torme but. You know, it's like, hello, yeah. I am sensuous, sensual. I am almost very white, but very white's the way down here. <laughs> um, which is weird, because I was just talking to a Lyft driver yeah. about doing, like, voices and yeah. stuff. Um, I don't do them enough. Well, I do them plenty, just no one ever hears them, because I do them to myself, which is ten times crazier, because then it's like, why is Doug talking like Popeye, an Albanian woman, and a child, all to himself? Yeah. Um, you know, or a German housefrau, because I, I do do German a lot. Sometimes I'll make some voices off air, too. Oh, yeah. Or I, you know, I, or I, start, repl- or I start mimicking things like the the VR yeah. guys where it's like, you know, you've got a little hut and I've got a little hut. Yep. Oh. <laughs> like that kind of like rich Britishy. Yeah. You know, oh, hello. Um, so, but I don't want to give any more uh, airtime to the Royals because, uh, uh, What's the one? Is it Harry? Is that the younger one? Yeah. Uh, Harry and, and Megan have been uh, taking up some precious real estate. Yep. Uh, on the news. I don't care. The, the British Royals. I, I haven't cared about the British Royals since, oh, I don't know, maybe circa 1776. Um, you know, like, that yeah. only affect my life after we, you know, got our independence. Um, not that I was there, but. Okay, so that was. Uh, oh, we don't have a name for our list, do we? No. Um, so I, I'll think of one um, eventually. The because it can't spe- be the vomitorium. It can't anymore. be the vomitorium. It can't be the whiteboard. It can't be the list you cannot see. Those are the other names. It, it, there's going to be like a word that rhymes with spectacular that, or the spectac. Nope, can't say that. Consecutive. Excuse me. <laughs> I was going to say spectac. See, I can't even fucking say it. Spectacularly. Which is like a bacchanali yeah. and a spectacular, but we'll figure it out. Um, we're still a work in progress. Every show is. Yeah. Um, except for maybe Dan that I've been doing for like 383 episodes. Damn. Um, it's, a, it's, it's evolved. Uh, there's literally um, almost three days worth of listen. If you went from Dan number one to Dan 383, the math is approximately like three nonstop days of me talking about whatever's bothering me, which, that's insane. Um, and hopefully you're listening to this because you listened to Dan and I said go listen to some of our other shows. Yep. Um, this one's a lot more pop culture, uh, and we're going to get right into it. Yeah. Because um, I know you're waiting for the meat and potatoes. 
I, I know you're. I know you're waiting for. Well, that's really the only one that I can really like yes. discuss. Well, that's true. Um, and and God bless you on a few of these. That just keep living your life. Um, the Flash is back. Last season was cut short by uh, COVID. Uh, yep. They ended on a cliffhanger. Of course, I mean that that makes sense anyway. That uh, Barry Allen, the Flash, uh, doesn't stop the new Mirror Master, who's a lady. Um, her name is Eva, which is a nod to one of the Mary Masters in Evan McCullough. Yeah. Um, and uh, he doesn't stop her. Uh, she kills her husband, and she goes, "We're on the same side. Like, please, like, don't, don't stop me. Like, I'm trying to make everything better." Uh, and then Flash's wife, Iris, uh, was stuck in the mirror dimension, and then like disappears deeper into the dimension or explodes or something disintegrates and you're like oh shit and by the way thank god mirror iris is gone that was one annoying bitch um mirror iris was fucking awful so we cut to oh and barry's losing his speed he only has like five percent of it and he has like a like a fitbit that tells him how much of his speed is left like the residual speed force in his body yeah which is the Otherworldly. So he's play. losing his speed. Yes. So well, soon he'll just be a normal person. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's a usual Flash trope. It's like, oh no, yeah. he doesn't have his speed. Like that's been in the comics and the movies. I mean, whatever. A show. I, I shouldn't say movies. Flash's never had a movie yet. So, but I mean, it's always like, oh no, I don't have my speed. What do I do? But he's still a hero. He's still smart. He's still yeah. a friend. He's still a like. Forensic scientist. I mean, he's not dumb. Yeah. It's not like Superman. Um, though Superman has won a Pulitzer, I read. So, or Clark Kent has. So, I guess the man can write. But I mean, take away your heat vision. It's like, okay, so you can write a scathing article. Yeah. Fuck you. I also hate Superman almost as much as I hate the Eagles. Um, I literally had a Superman idea in my script folder that was like. Oh, Superman gets framed for like destroying a planet by accident and blah 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 blah. And literally the last line is like, if you can make Batman clean up this mess. Where I was like, Batman comes up the winner in a Superman comic, because I fucking love Batman. Yeah. Um, so in this episode, the uh, season premiere, which like I said, um said to you and I've said just in general, we talked about premieres, mid season finales, season finales, yep. just so we don't really get into the minutiae. Unless something huge happens. But really, those are your those are your big touchstones. Unless it's something like WandaVision or Mandalorian where well, it's like every episode well, the, there's something. Well, the thing is like, you know, streaming, like they're like eight, nine episodes, ten episodes, yeah. whereas normal network TV, it's like 20 well, episodes. Yeah. So you really only see things on like one, ten, and twenty. Yeah. So unless something kind of cool happens or there's a, a, a new villain that I get excited about, um, I really won't talk a whole lot about like the CWDC stuff. What are we? What are we chuckling at? Shania, is it Shania Twain? Is this Kelly Clarkson? This is Kelly Clarkson. Man, I was just guessing. I just threw that one out there. Um, I don't mind Shania Twain. Either listening to her or looking at her. Yeah. Um, so going based on shows, not to pull from the Flash, but I do have a question. What do you think of the Superman and Lois show? Look? I'm not gonna watch it. Um, I Superman is not one of my favorite characters. Some of the like the drama that they're adding where like one of their kids has powers and the other one doesn't. You know, once again, like it, 
on paper everything sounds great. I just don't like Superman. Yeah. And I, I don't I don't care enough. I'm not gonna give it five episodes. Yeah. Now, I'll tell you what. And it's nothing against you, but if you're watching it. No, I'm not. Okay. But like if Deb and Lizzie from No Applause Just Like Clap go, you need to start watching this. Like it's actually good. Yeah. I'll probably take a, a, a run. Like at maybe it. the five up ep- three the, to five episode yeah, rule. rule. I, I just you know, I I watched I watched Lois and uh, Lois and Clark uh, originally when it was uh, Terry Hatcher and, and Dean Cain because I'm fucking old. Um, ugh, Terry Hatcher, that was a that was a sexual awakening. I'll tell you that much. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I I guarantee you, like just pubescent Doug, I guarantee you, jerked it to Terry Hatcher. Um, and, and I mean like in a in a in a very like. They were like wine and candles kind of way. Yeah. It wasn't like, and I'm fucking you. It was like, oh no. There was like dinner and an emotional connection. And we held hands. Um, and then I came. Uh, so, because as a 13-year-old, you're going to come after holding hands with Terry Hatcher. Really. Yeah. So, uh, anyway. I just want to ask your opinion. Like, Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't see enough in it right now that makes me want to watch it. And yeah. it looks like... Like CW family drama, it just happens to be like one of the parents is a Kryptonian. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they go, oh well, like they have that like thing at the end of the first episode where like the the guy in the armor, like it's like they say his last name's Luthor, and I go, that's still not enough. I mean, one of the things I don't like about Superman is that every time something new with Superman happens, a movie, a show, you have your generalized tropes right off the top. Yeah. Superman, Luthor, Kryptonite. True. It's fucking boring. If you start off a Superman show with, oh, I don't know, Parasite, Silver Banshee, or Metallo, I might be interested because I'm like, you're, you might be going like on some deep cuts or you might have, or you start building up like maybe the, um, hold on, I gotta go to an off-air moment. Hey, Calvin. What was the name of the authority ripoff that Superman fought? The Elite. Sorry. Sometimes you just gotta ask the question yeah. before you get the answer. And uh, to somebody was, who might was, know the answer yeah, versus was, uh, me. Yeah, that was one of our uh, off-air compatriots uh, that can keep up with me on uh, obscure comic references. Yeah, I think you start building up the Elite, um, which I'm not gonna explain the authority you're of fine, the you're Elite. Fine. Don't worry about it. Um, you know, you start building that up in like the first season where I'm going, Okay, this is new. It's exciting. You're doing some deep cuts or doing storylines that, you know, don't really start with like an origin or building up Lex Luthor and Kryptonite yeah. right off the bat. I'd be okay with it, but they're not. They're doing Luthor and probably Kryptonite, and one kid's got powers and one doesn't. Yeah. And so like, there's your sibling drama, and I'm going, I don't. And I've never like I've I don't mind Lois and Superman or Clark Kent being married, but them having kids has like never been a draw for me. Yeah. Like, and it, it's it's not just the like the jokes of like, you know, how did it happen? He couldn't bang a regular chick because that would you know, like you know, if Lois gets a tan, the kid would kick yeah. through her. Like the only way he could bang regular chicks was with a kryptonite condom, but that would kill him. It's a quote from Mallrats. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I'm not like outside of that. Like it just Superman in a family dynamic doesn't interest me at all. Um, Batman in a family dynamic did when he found out he had the illegitimate child from being raped by Rajal Ghul's daughter. 
Like, yep. that alone is like, unpack that sentence. Yeah. Um, you know, he was drugged, raped, and then conceived a child, which was then raised by the League of Assassins. Um, that's insane alone. Let alone, she goes, oh, and here's your kid. You train him. And it's like... What? And you can tell, like, Batman was like... The kid wasn't a baby. He was like a teenager. Uh, yeah. You know, whatever. Like, preteen at that point. But, like, you know when you hand someone a baby who doesn't know how to handle a baby? And they yeah. just, like, straight arm it, and they're like, oh, God, do I what squeeze do I do? too hard, too, too soft? Can I shake it? Don't shake it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But, like... Like, I freaked out when I had my daughter, and I'm like, at what age can you throw a baby? And I don't mean, like, a fucking football. I don't mean, like, if, when Tom Brady throws awards. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, you know, when they, you, like, toss them up and down. like, Because you can't do that at first, because the they next. don't have a... They barely, they barely have bones. Yeah. They don't have elbows or kneecaps. Let and that they don't in. have a skull yet. No, it's, it's the... the um, Whatever they call that, the don't push button is yep. what I called it. But because um, I was like, because the plates are like so small and then the, they grow the in patella or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, because it was like because I kept having like the joke was like I kept having the mantra of like don't don't yeah. poke the baby's brain, don't poke the baby's yeah. brain because I, I because I don't care who you are as a parent. At some point, you you don't wish your kid ill, but you kind of want to know what it feels like. And you're like yeah. Oh, it's a little squishy, but like you're like, oh, like how little is too much pressure? Like, yeah. So you really do have to fight that. Um, I'm not a horrible parent. Um, I didn't poke her brain. What are we on? Oh, Superman! Flash to Superman to baby. No, from Flash to Superman to Batman with a baby, two babies. To just babies. So um, your daughter. Let's let's get back to um, Flash. Okay, cool. I was like, it was full like, circle it back around back to the Flash. So, um, they've been basically building an artificial speed force for part of the last season, and then it finally comes to fruition in this season, this one episode. Mm-hmm. Which think about that? They've spent weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks on like, how are we gonna like get your speed back, whatever, in one episode? Yeah. They're going, we know how to do it. I'm like, that's just fucking lazy. Um, which is why I think network TV shows should go down to 12 episodes. Yeah. 15 episodes tops. And I would say, like, just do that and then double the budget for every show. Yeah. That's, I, I, I'm sorry, but, like, that's what I think should happen. It would be great because the shows would be better. They'd have more budget. Um, and once again, it frees it up. It wouldn't that, be like, as much filler crap, too. Yeah, like, you wouldn't have, like, dumb shit. Like that, what is that? The, the Debris show that's coming out where it's like, something hit Oh, Earth. yeah, my dad what started is it? watching the it. The Debris. Or that fucking one with uh, Halle Berry, the, uh, it's called, like, The Advent or something like that. It didn't, it, I think it went, like, one season, maybe two. Like, yeah. It's like, I mean, yeah, you're going to have more stuff where they go, let's just keep throwing stuff at a wall in between our, like, temple shows. But okay, fine. You still have your ten pole, ten tent pole, ten pole. Good. Fuck it. You still have your big shows, and you can give them what the, were you the, to the say? tent pole. Tent pole. I was trying to say tent pole. I just said it three ways correctly, which means I've summoned one somewhere. So anyway, you find out that to create the artificial speed force, the wells, um, every. 
iteration of the multiversal uh, Harrison Wells has to die, which sucks because I love the actor Tom Cavanaugh. I've loved him since he was on Scrubs. Wow. Um, I don't know if you watched Scrubs. I did. I saw bits and pieces. Of okay, yeah. Like you wouldn't know that he was the main character's brother. Gotcha. Um, but basically, he starts off as kind of like the secret bad guy in the first season, and then you find out that like they're like multi uh, multiversal versions of him. Like one's like a French like detective, and his name's Sherlock. Um, and there's one that like just drums on stuff, and he's like super like hipster. And there's one that's like you know kind of the the uh, kind of like off-putting scientist who doesn't have like any emotion. Yeah. Like he's just kind of typical disca- scientist. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like kind of like sarcastic, you know, angry, you know. That responds to everything in the wrong way. Yeah, like because like, they see it all scientifically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and you find out that yeah, they all the wells are gone, and it makes me sad. I'm hoping they bring Tom Cavanaugh back somehow, some way. I God, I want it to happen. One, I just miss having, like, kind of a new Wells every season where I'm like, mm-hmm. what's it going to be this time? And it's like, well, there's Sherlock and the weird hipster one and curmudgeonly yeah. Wells. And there's uh, the last one was um, Nash Wells, where he was kind of a multiversal um, Indiana Jones. Yeah. Um, so he was, like, an adventurer type. Like, And it gave, one, it gave, like, Tom Cavanaugh, like, plenty of scenes to chew on. Like, just, yeah. he didn't... It wasn't the same like, character over and over and over again. Yeah. He could play all these different versions. He was great at them. Uh, it was fun to watch. It, you know, I liken it to uh, Legends of Tomorrow, where they just kind of figured out at one point and going, they went, oh, this is how we have fun with this character. Yeah. He doesn't always have to be the cold, emotional scientist. He it's can like, be an adventurer, and he can be a dumbass, and he can be a hippie. Yeah, or, or what? Like, yeah, and they have ones that like it. One where like, he becomes like a master, like actor, and he's like. Everything's over the top and dramatic because he's won all these awards. Yeah. And they're like, who are you? And he's like, I am Harrison Orson Welles, which I was like, ha Orson Welles was the yeah. old actor. He was very famous. Anyway. Um, so he sacrifices his life to give Barry his speed back. I imagine I'll find out a bit more next week. Not that I'll talk about it next week. but um, So I was, you know, I'm kind of sad. I, I hope... Kavanaugh hangs, you know, I hope, I hope they do something with him because he's a great character, he's too great a character to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly, this was supposed to be a quick bullet point thing. Uh, well, I asked one question which went down a rabbit hole. Yeah, that was, yeah, I'm blaming you. Uh, Eva, the, the new mirror, mirror mistress, mirror master, um, figures out through. Uh, like hidden camera footage, that old thing, uh, that she's actually a mirror duplicate and not the real wife that she thought she was. Oh wow! So now we don't know where the real real wife is, <laughs> the the real wife of Coast City. No, not Coast City, Keystone City. <laughs> that joke would have been better if you a watched the show and be able to fucked it up. Um, uh, and then yeah, Iris is like trying to escape the mirror dimension, which is literally, sounds great, but is the most boring part of that fucking show. So nothing but you a bunch are, of mirrors? You are yawning, and you are right to yawn. <laughs> like, someone escaping a mirror-verse, you go, oh my god, you're like, nuts. Seriously, and not in a good way. Like, that's the most boring part of it. Like, you're like, it's just, it's still paint by numbers. I'm only watching it because I've seen, like, all five seasons, and it's a fucking flash. 
Like, yeah. go look at the logo for Dam. My hat in it is a flash hat. You've it's, worn that to work. It's an iconic, you know, it's part of my look, is mm-hmm. my flash, you know, hat. So, I'm going to keep watching it. But it's more out of, like, begrudging loyalty than anything else, which... Is this the last season? No. No? Well, I mean, it could be. We don't know that. Um, I mean, it just started, so who knows? Um, I think they're banking a lot on, you know, Superman and Lois um, filling the hole that uh, Arrow did, because Arrow's gone. Uh, They're not doing uh, Green Arrow and the Black Canaries, which was set in the future, um, that they had set up as a backdoor pilot. No, I kind of miss it. Deb wasn't there. She always giggles at the word backdoor pilot. Um, there you go. As long as I can rely on some kind of reaction to the term backdoor pilot, I'm good. So, you know, I mean, they're not doing a few shows. Um, I know Flash is back. Black Lightning's on its last season, which Black Lightning's been fucking great. Like they're, oh, it's been good? Oh, they've been swinging through the fences and just knocking it out of the park. Um, I have loved, loved, loved this season. Um, I think the newest episode's like episode like six. I think they're only doing like ten or twelve. They're doing a shortened season, like the way they did with Arrow's yeah. final season. And it's just like I, people complain that they don't know what to do with the Black Lightning's wife, Lynn. But I'm like, every character has some kind of weird addiction, and I'm yeah. like, that's fucking awesome. And yeah, it's kind of weird to kind of watch them juggle it sometimes but um, the fact that like she's injecting herself with like metahuman powers because she feels ineffectual because she comes from a family of like her daughters are metahumans her husband's a metahuman her nemesis is a metahuman and she's just human her secret sister-in-law who I, I don't think they know about the wedding yet like is a metahuman like and she's just like I'm a doctor and they're like yeah that's great we control electricity yeah. Or I can shape change, or I can become bulletproof, or whatever. And so, I mean, I think she feels like that sense of uh, like inferiority complex is really interesting. Um, I think. Some people have been yeah. kind of rallying against it. I fuck them. Um, that's all I got for Flash. Um, a quick one is going to be Coming to America 2. How was uh, that? I've seen the it previews. Was, it was funny. I mean, I think they did rehash a lot of the jokes from the original... Where, you know, Eddie Murphy has become his father, played by James Earl Jones, who dies at the beginning. Spoilers. Um, He finds out he does have an illegitimate son after basically having the funniest drunken one-night stand with Leslie Jones, at which he points out that uh, Arsenio Hall goes, I don't think you remember that night. Like, I went to go sleep with the roommate. Like, and you had sex with Leslie Jones. And uh, Eddie Murphy goes, no, 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 no. You're misremembering that. You went off. I was just sitting on there on the couch. And then a warthog, a wart, oh my God, I can fucking talk this episode. A warthog burst into the room and just started like thrusting me, thrusting me. Thr- oh. And it's like just referring to Leslie Jones as a warthog when he's drunk is fucking awful and hilarious all at the same time. It really is. Um... The fact so he goes to Queens, he gets his son. Of course, there's like the fish out of water. The kid in Queens is now yeah. in Zamunda, as opposed to in the first movie, it was the guy from Zamunda being in Queens. Um, and they have a whole bunch of the original cast come back. Didn't great. you say the reference to Wakanda? Yeah, at one point, uh, Tracy Morgan, uh, who's really funny in his young uncle character, um, 
yeah, like uh, name drops Wakanda, trying to remember the name of the country. So he's like, Narnia, Namibia, Wakanda. And I was like, shut up. <laughs> Which implies that either Wakanda exists in the Coming to America universe, or Coming to America universe exists within Marvel, or the Avengers are a movie in Coming to America, which all of that is, yeah. Yeah. Kind of fun. But, um, yeah, I think the name drop, uh, yeah, they, they name drop Wakanda was kind of funny. Uh, at one point, it seemed weirdly racist where one of the characters goes, out of my, out of my way, Mutombo. Referencing Mutombo Kembe. Yeah. Very famous uh, basketball player who played for the Denver Nuggets. At one point, the not in my house yep. guy. And, He's uh, been on some commercials lately. Yeah, and, uh, of course, camera pans, and it's fucking Matumbo. And he's like, yeah, I need to talk to this lady. And he goes, and like he starts like to almost shake his finger, and he goes, it's your house. And I was like, shh, the fuck up. And they've got a bunch of like, they've got, um, not Destiny's Child. There's, they, they have a bunch of like really good music, like Aretha Franklin's in it. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, there's a whole bunch of music uh, cameos. Uh, sexual chocolate from the first movie makes an appearance, which I was like so glad for. Uh, but like, yeah, they do rehash a few of the old jokes where like the son falls in love with like a lowly groomer. Yeah. Um, you know, and so he goes to Queens to get married, and he's like, Dad didn't believe in you know arranged marriages, and I'm you know, how could he possibly? Please and thank you. But you know, it's like I go, okay, you kind of like kind of flip the script type of yeah. thing, but like it's the same fucking joke. The same premise, just different characters, different like yeah. instead of going going from uh, Zamunda to Queens, it was going from Queens to Zamunda. Yeah. Um, but it was funny. I mean, I laughed. Um, my thing is with all of this bullshit Gen Z cancel culture. Can't believe I fucking said that right the first time. Everyone's flipping out about fucking Eminem. Oh yeah. And the cat in a hat being black or something. I mean, given Dr. Seuss was apparently an unrepentant anti-Semitic and homophobe, which didn't know that. Didn't know that either. Yeah, uh, that's what's stopping a lot of the, the printing of the six books. So, um, which I flipped through my my copy of uh, Scrambled Eggs Super, mm-hmm. which of course I still own, um, and uh, I saw a guy who was like. Middle Eastern, and he was like wearing a turban, and he had like a, a scimitar sword. But like, there was no reference from him being from like, yeah, Tajikistan or whatever. Like, there was no, like, I was like, okay, well, when he wrote this book, that was a stereotypical, yeah. Because I guess they're like, in the like things I saw on Mulberry Street, there was like some kind of like Asian characters wearing like like sloped straw hats. Yeah. And it's like I'm going, I'm not. Apparently, according to like a lot of his like writings and stuff, like like personal writings that are like being discovered by his estate. Yeah. Apparently, he, yeah, did not like Ooh. Jews or gays. Um, and if you were a gay Jew, fuck man, the cat in the hat was gonna beat your ass with a bat. I didn't mean for that to rhyme. Um, I just realized how terrible that sounded, or amazing, <laughs> however you want to look at it. But uh, oh, well, yeah, apparently he, he was from... like horrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Accidental magic, really, on that one. Um, but yeah, apparently he was like a horrible human being. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I didn't see that much of it. Like, I didn't get that much out of like reading his books. Yeah. Um, and I mean, one of my favorite stories from his is Snitches on Beaches with Stars in Their Bellies from Mr. McBean's Star Making Machine. Like, 
I love it. And it's all about equality. Yeah. It's all about racial equality. And I'm going, did he mean only whites? Which doesn't make any sense. Because, what? Like, it just, it doesn't match up. So, I think people are just freaking out over the whole, like, like, oh, there's, like, an obviously Chinese person there. And I'm like, well, yeah, he wrote it. There's a reference to like, Yeah, it wasn't, like, it, they, they didn't, he didn't call them, like, Ching Chongs. Like, and I'm saying yeah. that not as, like, I'm not saying anything racist. I'm saying, like, it's an example of horrible yeah. racism that I don't agree with. Like, there was nothing like that. You know what I mean? Where it's, like, you didn't have, like, you didn't have, like black characters with big lips carrying watermelons. Like, that shit Disney did, actually. Um, yeah. Yeah, fucking, yeah. Splash Mountain Man, Song of the South. That's, that's some racist shit. Woo! Brer Rabbit versus the Tar Baby. Hmm. Hmm. Just saying. But, in that with Coming to America 2, I find it interesting that Eddie Murphy plays an old white Jewish man and no one said shit. He's doing whiteface. And I'm not saying, like, one is worse than the other. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that. They're equally fairly terrible in terms of appropriation. Um, but yeah, like, Eddie Murphy plays an old Jewish guy. And I'm going, old white Jewish man. And I'm going, okay, we obviously all thought this was really funny in the 80s. Yeah. Back when Eddie Murphy was in a movie where Dan Aykroyd did blackface. True. It's called Trading Places. He, yeah. It's, it's not. Don't go down a rabbit hole. It's not pretty. Well, I was going to say it's just not pretty. Go um, But no one gives a shit that Eddie Murphy is doing whiteface. Yeah. And ageism or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, you know, and my thing is with, you know, Chris Hardwick said, um, either be offended by everything or nothing. You don't get to pick and choose. And I'm sorry, Gen Z. You're trying to cancel Dr. Seuss and Eminem, who, by the way, started rapping before you were ever born. Yeah. Um, but you're not offended by this. Fuck off. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, it was a different time. I'm not saying that in a good way or a bad way. I'm glad you ladies get to vote. I'm glad you get to be inside without wearing, like, a burqa. Or, or being at home, just being a housewife, or making me going, a sandwich. Or like, yeah, what, where'd you get those shoes? What are you doing out of the kitchen? Like, yeah. Like, you can have a job. You can open your own business. That was a thing in Coming to America was the groomer couldn't open her own business. Women couldn't have businesses in Zamunda. Um, you know, it's like... I'm glad of all the progress. I know we're not there 100%, but at the same time, like, you're kind of dealing a blow to progressivism. Yeah. Like, like, you have to go, okay, that was history, and we're moving forward now. And yeah, in the 50s, people were fucking racist. The U.S. was settled by white racist psychopaths. That's who the cowboys were. They slaughtered the Indians. Like... I'm not and saying it's good. I'm the just saying. Americans and yes, I mean, and America wasn't the first one to the slave trade, but I'm not going to get into history. Um, but yeah, you like, can do a history podcast you, you, if you want to do it. I don't. My my yeah. <laughs> I start filtering my fucking shit through of history. I'm gonna I'm gonna get in some trouble because um, I'm gonna say something terrible. Um, but I like coming to America too. Um, uh, they they do make a joke about like how American. Cinema is all basically superhero stuff, remakes, or sequels that no one asked for. Yep. Which I was like, they're obviously taking a pot shot themselves because no one really asked for yeah, Coming sequel, to America 2. Yeah. But it is, I think it's worth watching. Um, I mean, it's fun. Yeah. Um, if, you know, this were a different show, we had a segment called uh, Love It or Shovel It. And uh, I'd say love it. I mean, 
it's fun. It's I mean I like the original. You'll if you like the original, you like the sequel. So and it was fun going back to Zamunda and seeing like Semi played by Arsenio Hall and all the barbershop guys, including the old white Jewish guy. The weird Yoda character was or like the mystic character was kind of a weird left turn. But uh, other than that, I you know, beat for beat I liked it. Yeah, maybe when I you know, school's kind of winding down a little bit for right now because it's gonna be spring break man. Just go back and rewatch Just Coming to America and then watch the second one. The just first one is so fucking funny. I've seen, like, previews for the second one on Amazon Prime. So. The first one is so fucking funny. Oh, my God. The fact... And once again, because you can't... You can't say there's shit now. Well, I guess they couldn't because they did, they did in Coming to America too. But they nicknamed... But they had to keep up with, like, the original kind of... Yeah, I mean, of the, the, the joke was already there. But they nicknamed... Um, Prince of Came or King of Came, Eddie Murphy's character, Kunta, like Kunta Kente from Roots. Yeah. That's nowadays that wouldn't be okay. But because he was black and from Africa, they immediately went Roots, Kunta, Kunta Kente, and I'm like, ouch. It's like, yeah. Me meeting a black person, African American, whatever, and going, oh, Django, Django Unchained. Not okay. No. So, um, before we get to the steak, um, I've been playing, uh, well, you have kept up with uh, Ghost of Tushima. Yes, I have. Uh, I started playing Little Nightmares 2, which I never played the first one, and I've never really played a game like this where it's kind of a side-scrolling platformer. Like back like on the older handhelds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How is it? It's... Really fun, really creepy. It reminds me of um, Coraline and what was the other one? Not Nightmare. What was the other one? Uh, Corpse Bride. Corpse Bride. Um, that very uh, Henry Selleck. Look. Yeah. Uh, and if you think I mispronounced uh, the words Tim Burton, I didn't. I meant Henry Selleck. Go look it up. Tim Burton did not direct Nightmare Before Christmas. Henry Selleck did. Um, but it reminds me of like that kind of vibe. Um, and basically, you play like a little kid. Trying to escape, I guess, confront your nightmares. I, I, I'm not that deep into the story yet, yeah. unfortunately. But it does have very, like, child logic where... We were talking about this off-air. Everything uh, seems like a nightmare or scary. Yeah, and... everything's kind of amplified where, like, you know, the bullies are very, like, um, Lord of the Flies tribal. Um, their heads come apart like pottery, which is kind of terrifying. Um, the first couple of times I killed one of them, I was like... Like, did I actually just kill someone with a hammer by accident? And I'm six yep. years old? Um, but, like, you know, we always had, like, had the, like, the teacher with the, the eyes in the back of her head type thing. Yeah, or the teacher sees all. Yeah, and in this one, like, the teacher, like, her neck turns into this, like, grotesque serpentine thing where she can, like, eat you, like, um... It almost looks like uh, the Beetlejuice when he turns the when he, uh, the railing snake scene. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Where it's got, like, that, like, grotesque elongated imagery yeah um uh but I'm really digging it and once again we were talking off air about a few other games that are like this where in a good way like I'm like I have no idea what the fuck's going on in this game what are some of the like characters look like well the main character wears a paper bag over his head you do discover new hats but his uh, his features are fairly like like backlit dark um, and then you also have the main character from the first, which I didn't play the first one, but some girl in a raincoat. Yeah. 
and you just kind of help each other escape this weird fucking world. Um, and I guess the first one, like, a lot of the, um, the storyline was about, like, facing your nightmares, and they're really not as scary as they seem, but it's all through the lens of, like, a child, so everything's, like I said, like, you know, amplified um, and terrifying. This one, I'm not quite sure. There's some kind of weird connection to a TV that shows a hallway, and I don't know what's going on. Huh. Um, but it is very Poltergeist, where, you know, like, they're here. Like, Ugh. you touch the I TV. I never even and, saw Poltergeist. Oh, I saw it at way too young of age. Um, <laughs> way too young of age. But um, it's it's interesting. It, and once again, it looks like that kind of, like, stop motion. Um, and it's got, like... I guess I'd call them like sometimes you get jump scares, but mostly it's like, like the, yeah, I guess jump scares. Because like, because there are some points where like, I'm in this like sc- school on this level, and uh, like kids, the bullies jump out of like lockers and shit. Like yeah. That. Um, but it's a lot of environmental puzzles as well, just figuring out climb this, swing to this, drop this yeah. on the ground so I can go all the way back down and throw the brain at the button. That's an actual puzzle. It's gross. Um, controls. Fairly basic, um, decent game mechanics. Took me a little while to get used to the whole, like, it's jump is X, and then, like, to grab a ledge is, or to, like, interact with something is um, both R1 and R2. Okay. So it's nice, like, it doesn't matter which trigger I pull, but, like... So it's kind of almost like Ghost of Tsushima, where some of it was you you had to do R2 to interact with it. Yeah, so, you know, it took me... I mean, the tutorial wasn't terrible. Um, I saw the few issues jumping from things um it's just it's kind of clunky um but i'm really enjoying i, I highly recommend uh, a little nightmares too i mean i don't know if i'll go play the first one it probably doesn't yeah. hold up 100 percent um really i'm just killing time till something comes out yeah um whether it's ooh, a wretched clank uh rift apart or oh yeah orgasmic uh, Horizon Forbidden West. I, I cannot... Oh, I cannot wait for that game. So, uh, and then... Let's get right into it. Right into it. WandaVision. That last episode. Uh, series finale is actually yeah. what it's called. But that last episode... So much went on in that episode. A lot happened in that episode. Yeah. Because it... I'm trying to remember, it left off after Agatha was, like, had one of his kids hostage. Oh, no, that was, yeah. That was the episode before, but this is the one where she starts fighting Agatha. Yeah, and, and then, the kids on leashes or something. Yep, and she also tries to set the town free to be a good guy and realizes that her family is tied to the hex that she created. Wanda. Yeah, Wanda did, and she yeah. and Agatha is like one can't exist without the other, and that was the opportunity that the military took to enter. Yeah, I mean, the military was, I think, pretty. Eh. Yeah, like, like, it's like at the beginning, you're like, okay, well, that's kind of like how they get the drone and how. They... That was also when they did the hero pose. They did the family. Okay, hold on. Before that even happens. Ah. Oh, um, too far. Vision, vision fight. Vision's powers have always that been... That did ver- happen right before, yes. Because yes. I, I was making notes as I was watching it. So, one, Vision fight. Yep. You get both sides of the coin on this. You get... And his powers have always been kind of nebulous. 
because they don't really get into like the whole like density shifting, yeah. like da 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 da. You know, you can go through things, and then at one point, Wanda affects the mind gem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mindstone. Mindstone. To shift his density to like slam through like several floors of yeah. uh, the Avengers compound in um, uh, Civil War. But um, really, like, you don't really know what his powers are other than, you know. Yeah. Apparently, his weakness is gum. Um, other than that. <laughs> Back from the 50s era. Yeah. Um, but to watch them, like, literally, like, the two visions, like, phase through each other and, like, one punches, like, faces yeah. through the chest and it's like the one goes oh yeah and oh god it was beautiful um it was everything i wanted it to be because i knew it was going to happen uh well, of course the actual vision saying like i'm not the real vision and the white visions like elaborate on that yes and, and they're just sitting there just, just that's the other side of the coin where now they're fighting mentally well you know what i mean like they're not fighting with this yeah they're it's, more fighting on an intellectual level yes which would make sense for a machine yeah um, yeah, the, because uh, we talked about this after it aired, uh, the Ship of Thebes um, conundrum in terms of, um, I'm only going to do the, uh, the philosophy side of it, not the transhumanist stuff. Yeah. Because that was, like, I could tell I lost you when I was talking about that. Um, that, yeah, like, if you replace parts of a ship, at, one, at what point does the ship not be the ship because you've replaced so many A hundred percent of yeah. it, but not all at once. Um, it's an interesting philosophical conundrum, uh, but I did like that... Okay, I'll, I'll say Vision and White Vision, just to... Yeah. Um, that Vision goes, yeah, I'm what the Mindstone created, but I have no hardware, yet you are the hardware, yeah. but without like, the mental component. Yep. Or the, the memories. And that's when he gave him the memories, yes, right? Yes, he did. And we're all wondering where the fuck he And that's when he came, went. I'm Vision. Where he realized that his yeah his mission was to destroy the Vision, yet then realized he was Vision. Yeah. Um, no one knows where he went to go soul-searching. He just took off. Um, one of the biggest fan theories is that based on his last memories, uh, he fucked off to Wakanda, which is where he died Twice. Yeah. Um, so, what does that mean for something like Black Panther 2? Because he could be going to see Black Panther's sister who was trying to remove the Mind Stone yeah. from him to save him when Thanos was hunting him in Infinity War. Jesus Christ. Marvel, you have created convoluted continuity in movies. Much like you did in the comics. I almost love you for it. Almost. Uh, yes, and then after the uh, vision fight, the family hero pose, uh, which t to me was really a, a nice nod to um, something like The Incredibles. Mm -hmm. uh, the Darkhold connection we talked about, and feel free to jump in whenever you got something. Oh yeah. Um, the Darkhold connection, which is something that I watched Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you didn't keep living your life. Yep. Um, I really started watching it only to figure out how they brought Coulson back, since... Oh, yeah, because then killed he died, him. yeah. Yeah, and then the whole, like, they brought him back with Tahiti, which is, yeah. Um, cool storyline, but I think it dragged on a little bit. Um, the Darkhold has been, which is that book that Agatha's got. Yep. Um, it's the most sinister of all, like, Grimora in Marvel Universe. Um, it has appeared in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It was last seen um, 
by going through a portal with Ghost Rider. Okay. Um, famously played by Nicolas Cage in the movies, but I mean, yeah. different Ghost Rider, same premise. Except the Ray, uh, uh, whatever its name is, the new one's got like a car instead of a motorcycle. Um, but still flaming skull yeah. guy. Uh, and uh, the guy who played Ghost Rider, I think his name is, I want to say Daniel Luna, I could be misremembering that, uh, did post on Twitter where he said, well, I guess Under the Mattress is a bad place to yeah, hide you the, the dark hole since Agatha's got it. So now the question is, is the dark hold the same dark hold from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is considered canon for MCU. Yeah. Um, but now that going multiversal, and it didn't look anything like it did in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Is it the same... Is it the same... Is it the same Darkhold? Is it changed from kind of an anti-hero, like, Ghost Rider to, like, when Agatha gets it and yeah. she, like, is obviously more evil or, like... Not a corrupting influence, but you know what I mean, where, like... She would change, like, mm-hmm. like it, its appearance would change with whoever's got it. Yeah. Um, That'd be interesting, because it looks the same when Scarlet Witch gets, gets it. it. Um, but we know that, like, she's connected to... Well, Agatha absorbed part of her power, so I assume by transient But then properties. she took back her power and all of Agatha's. Yes. When she, they were in the fight, and she was purposely missing to put runes all over the hex. Okay, I know I noticed it. I'd be honest, did you notice no. it too? Okay. I knew I knew something was up because I was like, you're missing like, an awful like, lot. And be like wide or something, and I'm going. But I like, noticed that too. I was like, you you are very wide on your so it's like well, something thought, oh, maybe, was up but Well she had like the withered claw hand to yeah. begin with. And she's not used to using her powers at that point. I thought it was something like that, but I was like, something else has to be up. And then runes. Yep. And it's like, thanks for teaching me. I've trapped Agatha Harkness in suburban hell. Yep. Okie dokie artichoke. The worst go outline of a villain ever. Yep. And best. Um, Photon uh, Oh, I should have said spoilers at the top of this But I'll write it on the episode Um, Leading from the dark hold You finally have And I've got it in all caps The Scarlet Witch One, she gets her Classic look headband I've been waiting Literally years to see Um, She looks more like her Avengers West Coast costume Or no Force works? I'm gonna go Force Works. Correct me if I'm wrong on that, but I think Force Works. Um, and don't worry about it. I'm not going to because I'm probably part of the comics or Yeah, yeah, and it's like a deep comic cut for Force Works. Um, we finally get like the Scarlet Witch that all of us comic book fans like have come to know and love. Yeah. Um so that was really fucking cool. And to find out that, like, she's not an enhanced human or whatever they call them. Like, yeah, her powers were not necessarily unlocked by the Mind Gem, but it seems like that was obviously what Yeah, the Mind Stone. Her. Yeah, the Mind Stone showed her and um, that she's always had, like, magic. Well, now she's connected with the Mind Stone. Cause she makes a comment to that about vis- to Vision when she's removing the hex. And he, he asks, like, what he is. And he's like... She said that you were a part of the mind stone that lives within me. 
in, yes. Or that is a part of me, or whatever. Or that was, yeah. So she does have a fraction of cosmic power. Yeah. Or, you know, like, complete reality warp, well, obviously reality warping power. Yeah. Um, which she always has. So, um, I mean, it begs the question where, even with the post-credit, like, where do you take Scarlet Witch? Yeah. Um... Because now the, she's starting to hear her kids, right? Well, yeah. One, she's astral projecting, uh, which means she's getting more powerful. She's going through the dark hold, and she's hearing her kids, uh, which probably exists in a different universe, which opens you up to the multiverse, yep. opens you up to Doctor Strange, um, Madness in the Multiverse, whatever that one's going to be called. Um, it does uh, kind of beg uh, a few questions that I've, I've literally just lost. Um, fuck. Oh, uh, no, it actually doesn't. It kind of begs that, um, by the way, Paul Bettany totally trolled everybody. Because he said in the series finale, he gets to act with someone he's never thought he'd get to act with. And everyone's going, oh my god, like, it's going to be Magneto. It's going to be, like, um, you know, Fantastic Four. We're going to introduce X-Men. We're going to introduce, you know, Mephisto. And, like, it's going to be, like, something, something, something different. He meant himself. He meant himself. He meant the vision fucking fight. I love you, Paul Bettany. You're being a cunt. Uh, you literally trolled everyone uh, for the vision fight. Uh, but yeah, Scarlet Witch begs the question, like, wh- what does that mean for the multiverse? What does it mean for the Netflix shows? What does it mean for... Stuff like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that may or may not be canon. Um, what does it mean going forward with some of the other stuff? Um, like, uh, uh, you know, the multiverse with Spider-Man and Doctor yeah. Strange. Um, and the X-Men. So, uh, you do find out, because talking about Fantastic Four rumors, the astrophysicist or whatever it was, astro-engineer, um, that Photon knows, Monica Rambeau, because we all went, oh shit, it's going to be like Reed Richards from Fantastic yeah. Four. This is how we get Fantastic Four. It's going to be great. Uh, turns out she's a fucking scroll. And uh, she's she's taking Photon off uh, to go meet a friend of her mom's, which is Captain Marvel, uh, Brie Larson. And we knew that Photon was going to be in the second movie they said yeah. that. Um, as well as Miss, Miss Marvel, who's a... Um, one of the first like Muslim uh, Muslim American superheroes, um, but she'll be in Ca- uh, Captain Marvel as well, and she's got a show coming out on Disney nice. Plus this year. So I'm really excited to see. There's a lot of stuff coming out this year. I am so excited to see Kamala Khan, the the character Miss Marvel, uh, come out. Like I've got the first like nine of her trade paperbacks, and such a great character, and such a fun character to to introduce in the Marvel cinematic universe. Um, that's all I really had. Um, we yeah. kind of went over everything. I mean, we talked off air about them doing a Scarlet Witch spinoff. Yeah, I hope they kind of do, just so we can see how she gets her kids. But I mean, I they I did a really good job with WandaVision, no, though. Uh, it's a critical darling. It's like I said, I, I kind of have my issues with it tonally at the very beginning, just because I didn't like yeah. the like, campiness. Um, 
but once you start adding those like dark undertones yeah um to that campiness i I, to me, I really didn't think it found legs until probably the 90s episode. Like at least halfway through the season. Yeah, it, it, it took a good like four episodes for it to, to kind of grow legs, in my yeah. opinion. Um, and I, I don't think it was a matter of they didn't know what to do. They knew what they were doing. Like, beat for beat for beat, they knew what they were doing. Yeah. I think in terms of like my expectations was I, I just didn't expect what it was going to be, how it was going to be. Um, and I'm happy with it. Yeah, it was um, great. I mean, looking, looking back, um, I hope they don't do a second season. I really don't. I hope they either... I hope sp- they do, like, a different kind of spin-off, not, like, necessarily second season. You know, I but... think you could do, a, you know, a Scarlet Witch spinach, a spinoff, or spinach, even if you want to do. Maybe, like, a um, Scarlet Witch and the Vision kind of spinoff, <clears> where it's, like, both of their stories in one. And then eventually they They connect. come together at, like, yeah, a yeah, season yeah, yeah, finale. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that'd be really cool. Like, hey, this first episode is her hearing your kids and doing something, and then the next episode's, like, Vision... Vision... Soul searching himself, yeah, 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 and then back to Scarlet Witch, and then they're slowly each thing they do brings them closer, closer and then to, they find each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I could see being like not a bad. That wouldn't be bad. And actually, here's a coup. Hey, Disney Plus, email me. You call it Wanda Space Vision. <laughs> so now it's Wanda Vision, and eventually you could possibly grow to Wanda and the Vision, or Wanda and Vision, or and then whatever, wherever you are. Yeah. Um, but like, hey, there's your there's your three season arc right yeah. there. Um, and then maybe maybe introduce Memphis at some point just to make me happy. And you start building on the new Avengers. Yeah. That'd be nice because I know you're gonna do it with Hawkeye. Because Hawkeye's gonna introduce Kate Bishop. They've already said it. Yep. Um, I'm not gonna get into the tangled web that is Iron Lad, uh, who gets into Kang. And Immortus. Uh, Kang is going to be the bad guy for Ant-Man 3. Uh, Quantumania, they call it. Which just sounds like a Who album. Um, and I think on that dated reference, uh, we'll call it. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, at the beginning of the show, we're been struggling with yeah, the sign-off. Yeah, we're so struggling. Um, I'm Honey Bunches, a.k.a. Doug. I'm Peta, a.k.a. Christina. And this is AKA The Ending. If you like what you've heard, subscribe to some of our other shows like Exotic Liability, PETA's, and Honey Bunch's Pop Culture Spectacular, and I Hate Kathy Hammond. We can be found by searching for The BACN on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music, or at www.bacnpodcast.com. Oh, yeah.